So we're here to continue in Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 29, which is titled Bhakti Yoga. And it is the discussion between Krishna and Uddhava before Lord Krishna's disappearance. And we're up to text 33, Canto 11, Chapter 29. Um, We've sort of coming. We're coming close to the end. It's like a you know a Mahler symphony. It goes on and not a very long ending. <laughs> a man who hated to say goodbye. Someone said. <laughs> anyway, so he says. Uh, I mean, we're on starting thirty three. I'll just read the translations. Uh, uh, <clears throat> starting with twenty three. Uh, thus I have related to you, this is Krishna talking to Uddhava, Thus I have related to you, both in brief and in detail, a complete survey of the science of the absolute truth. Even for the demigods, this science is very difficult to comprehend. I've repeatedly spoken this knowledge to you with clear reasoning. Anyone who properly understands it will become free from all doubts and attain liberation. Anyone who fixes his attention on these clear answers to your questions will attain the, to the eternal confidential goal of the Vedas, the supreme absolute truth. So those are the benedictions to the listener. And then a few more. <clears throat> One who liberally disseminates this knowledge among my devotees is the bestower of the absolute truth. And to him I give my very own self. He who loudly recites the supreme knowledge, which is the most lucid and purifying, becomes purified day by day, for he reveals me to others with the lamp of transcendental knowledge. That's the Jnana Deepa, famous from the Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> 28. Anyone who regularly listens to this knowledge with faith and attention all the while engaging in my pure devotional service will never be re, will never be bound by the reactions to of material work my dear friend Uddhava, have you now completely understood this transcendental knowledge are the confusions and lamentations that arose in your mind now dispelled you should not share this instruction with anyone who is hypocritical, atheistic, or dishonest, or with anyone who will not listen faithfully, who is not a devotee, or who is simply not humble. This knowledge should be taught to one who is free from all these bad qualities, who is dedicated to the welfare of the brahmanas, and who is kindly disposed, saintly and pure, and if common and w workers and women are found to have devotion for the Supreme Lord, they are also to be accepted as qualified hearers. When an inquisitive person comes to understand this knowledge, he has nothing further to know. After all, one who has drunk the most palatable nectar cannot remain thirsty. So now we're up to 33, which is the text in front of us. 
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय सो थर्टी थ्री गोज लाइक दिस जनाने कर्मा योगे चारतम दंडधारणे यवनर्तनम तात The translation is, through analytic knowledge, ritual work, mystic yoga, mundane business and political rules, people seek to advance in religiosity, economic development, sense gratification and liberation. But, because you are my devotee, whatever men can accomplish in these multifarious ways, <clears throat> you will very easily find within me. So you see this begins with uh, a list, jnane, this is jnana, knowledge, and this is in the, has a locative Indians, ending, so in, in the process of knowledge, jnane, and then karmani in works, uh, yoga in yoga, and uh, vartayam in ordinary business, trade. In danda dharane, in political rule. Danda dharana means holding the rod, literally. You know how kings in Europe had scepters mm. as a symbol of their political power? Well, originally it was a staff. Mm. If you go back in Greek history, if somebody had an office, they would be given a staff. And this is where it comes from, the dunda, uh, the rod of political rule. Uh, uh, so all these, so dandadarne, in political rule, in that manner of ha- having uh, that kind of power. Uh, and then uh, you have this uh, construction, the next part, yavantavams, whatever that much, you know, that the come together. Uh, whatever uh, that is accomplished uh, among men, that much you will have. And the accomplishment is in this chaturvida, the fourfold. That is to say, uh, uh, dharma, artha, kama, moksha. The four so-called ends of life. People, Prabhupada's understanding of the sequence, uh, Dharma, you perform Dharma, you follow the rules of the Vedas. Why do most people do that? Artha, for economic development, for wealth and well-being. Why do you need money? Uh, Kama, to gratify your senses. And then there's a switch. And then when you are not satisfied still, then moksha, you turn to liberation. That's uh, that's the that sequence. Uh, so whatever people do to achieve any of these things, 
because you are my devotee, uh, whatever accomplish in these various ways you will find within uh, me. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Swami translates this a little differently. Uh, throughout analytical knowledge, ritualistic work, mystic yoga, mundane business, and politics, people seek to advance in religiosity, economic development, sense gratification, liberation. Wh whatever men can accomplish in these multifarious ways, I give to my devotees. So there's a little un uh, understanding. Uh, if you, we look at Vishnu Chagavari Thakur's uh, purport to this, he says... Uh, somebody can make this statement. Uh, so this is in quotation marks with a kind of answer. Uh, if some devotee becomes attached, attracted to the result of jnana or, jnana or karma, then he should practice these methods. The Lord's answers, addressing Uddhava, but meaning people in general, uh, Whatever of the four goals men seek by jnana, karma, yoga, or other means, I give all of those results to my devotees. So, because in the Sanskrit, tavams uh, teham, to them they they come, and so it doesn't say how they come. <laughs> so his Vishnu uh, Chagavari Thakur, they they come because I give it to them. Uh, 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 and then he goes on here in the purport, his commentary, what is the need for my devotee to practice these other methods? Janana gives moksha, karma gives dharma, uh, yoga gives karma, <laughs> professions like farming and govern governing give artha, it is said, and then he quotes from the Mahabharata, doesn't say where, the devotee attains the results of all methods practiced for attaining the four goals of life. Uh, so the point is that if you, if you have Krishna consciousness, it'll turn out you won't be missing in any, uh, any degree. Here, here, here's uh, the BBT, uh, take on this they have a purport L Lord uh, and remember the BBT translation whatever you can accomplish in these multifarious ways you will very easily find within me they're probably following another commentator for that reading of that that sort of tavam te aham there's no verb <laughs> um, Lord Krishna, the purport here, Lord Krishna is the basis of all that exists and one who takes exclusive shelter of the Lord never suffers any loss whatsoever for his intelligent decision to surrender uh, to Krishna. So, uh, you should believe him. Uh, uh, in the... In the uh, Majalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita 2262, uh, there's a definition of Shraddha. 
what does it mean to have faith? Uh, and it, so Majjha Lila 2262, this is not Sanskrit, it's Bengali, but I don't know how to pronounce it. But it Shraddha Shabde, uh, by the Shabda, by the sound, the word Shraddha. Uh, so the definition is Vishvasha Kahe Sudriddha Nishchaya Krishna Bhakti Kaila Sarva Karma Kutahaya. The translation uh, here, Shraddha is confident, firm faith that by rendering transcendental loving service to Krishna, one automatically performs all subsidiary activities. Such fa faith is favorable to the discharge of devotional service. Because it begins with the pras ado shraddha. In the beginning there has to be some shraddha. And then as you advance, that shraddha should get stronger and firmer and firmer. So what does it mean? Uh, that confident from faith that uh, that if you have this and the, the, the word that's used here in Bengali is Vishvasa but the same word in Sanskrit Vishvasa means confidence, trust, reliance and Dridha Sudridha very uh, firm that if you execute a Krishna Bhakti by, by executing Bhakti under Krishna Sarva karma kritaha, every all other things will be done, will be accomplished. So you have to have this faith because if you're going to put your main energies, because, because really to be successful in Krishna consciousness, that has to be the main thing. If it's just one thing among many, you'll not get very far. Uh, and usually people think of religion as the addendum to their life. You know, I have my job, I have my family, I have my... And on Sunday I have my religion, and I do that, you know. And it's just one thing among many. Krishna consciousness is not so going to be like that if you really want to be successful. It has to be the main thing. Now, it doesn't mean you can't do other things. Because you, because you can be a danda, you can be a king, you can be, you know, you see in Lord Chaitanya, he's preaching to king, to ministers, to all kinds of people that have all different sorts of jobs, businessmen, they're, all those are among his followers. But everything else they do, they do to help this main thing. If it can't help the main thing, if it gets in the way of the main thing, if it doesn't facilitate it, they don't do it. Uh, uh, Lord Chaitanya goes to one of his disciples. Now his name just flew out of my head. Goes to one of his followers, who's a brahmana, and stays with him. And he notices you never go out. That is to say, you just stay at home. And you don't go out. I mean, because he's a brahmana, his means of livelihood is begging. That's how, if you're a brahmana, that you, that's what you're supposed to do. That's your means of livelihood. You just go around, you ask people for, for stuff. You don't, you don't take employment. When, when, by the way, once you're an employee, you're a shudra. And Prabhupada told reporters, in your society, everyone is a shudra and there are a few vaishas. 
uh, uh, the people that are uh, 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 brahmanas, kshatriyas, and and and, and vaishyas, they don't take a salary. Uh, uh, vaishyas, they earn their own money. They're business owners. Uh, kshatriyas, they uh, taxation, fines, so on. Booty, I suppose, uh, if you conquer somebody else. Uh, and, and Brahmanas, uh, you, you live on donations, whatever they come. You perform sacrifice, you go to people, you teach. Prabhupada said in one particular uh, lecture uh, that, that uh, a Brahmana is one who can learn anything and teach anything. And a Brahmana would go to some village and sit down somewhere, anywhere, somebody's porch, somebody's you know, pavilion. And all the children they come, he teach them. And if he's a Brahmana, he can learn anything and teach anything. And then Prabhupada said he would not charge anything. No tuition. Uh, but the people would say, oh, this nice Brahmana, he's teaching our children, have some money, here's some rice, here's some fish. He never wanted for anything. And he said, in this way, India meant free education for everyone. <laughs> you can imagine that, you know, like today, if you didn't charge tuition, oh, it's free. <laughs> <clears throat> but here, you know, I'm taking something valuable, so let me give you something in exchange. You know, that like more advanced human civilization right there. But anyway, that's how a, de a devotee is supposed to live. So this brahmana, you never go out. He doesn't go out and beg. He doesn't just stays at home. Uh, how do you live? Uh, he said, well, whatever comes of its own accord. Uh, and then if uh, uh, I, three days go and I don't have anything, I go out and I go under the water and I just drown. And Mahaprabhu says, I guarantee you, you'll never want for anything. <laughs> he said, to, said to him. He just practiced devotional service all day, and that was his vow. Three days goes, and he didn't have anything to eat. He would just go out and under the water, and that's what he would do. So anyway, that was the culture in those days. That uh, that uh, 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 this is how you practice. So if you're a devotee. This really has to be your main occupation. And whatever else you do, even Srila Prabhupada, when, when he really took up devotional service, you know, he had it lined up. It was all arranged. His marriage was arranged on the basis of this, that he was going to take over this whole pharmaceutical enterprise. The owner, uh, Day, had no... Had no um, um, what do you call it, uh, heirs of children. Uh, he was grooming Prabhupada to be his successor. On that basis, he was, the family was going to be very fortunate. When he became a devotee, he realized if he did that, he wouldn't have any time for Krishna consciousness. And so he just made a deal and took a minor distributorship so he'd have more time. Which then made enemy of his wife, his, some of his children, his whole, you know, but that's what he did. So this is, this is you, he did it, that was his duty, he took care of them, but he did, did it in such a way that it didn't, it didn't interfere with his uh, cultivation of Krishna consciousness. And when finally it became impossible, then he left home. 
uh, so anyway, that is one one hat that has to be the main thing. And uh, here we have a promise: you won't lack anything if you do this somehow or other. Uh, and it's true. I mean, I, I you know somehow or other I didn't fulfill my economic promise. Here I am, you know, a, a white, male, a <laughs> Protestant, American with an Ivy League degree. <laughs> and somehow or other, I'm still alive and I don't hold a job. <laughs> and I never even paid into Social Security because, <laughs> no, you know, the temple never did that. We just sent a letter to, to the... Uh, you know that you, it does volunteer work and gets room and board and doesn't get any wages or salaries and we get medical assistance from the state and uh, that was a, that was how it worked. Uh, anyway, that's what that's what I did and I'm still alive. Uh, any, anyway, so that that but but one has to have this this faith that that this is. Everything will, whatever you need, you'll 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 be taken care of. Uh, you perform automatic substance uh, subsidiary activities, whatever is achieved by those, including business and, and so on. All that will be done. Uh, so here's the same kind of promise. You'll get the if you perform devotional service, you'll get the. Results would come from all these other things. You won't be lacking in any department, material, mental, intellectual, spiritual. You have to fast sometimes. <laughs> Gosh, <but anyway. laughs> you may miss a lunch or something. <laughs> anyway. So then... Uh, uh, he continues along these same lives with making uh, uh, certain uh, vowels to the devotees. Uh, he says with uh, 34, he says, Marcho yadat, who goes, Marcho yadat chakva samasta karma nivediatma vichikir kir shito me. Tadam zritatvam pratipadjamano mayatma bhuyaya chakalpate vai. A person who gives up all fruitive activities and offers himself entirely to me, eagerly desiring to render service unto me, achieves liberation from birth and death and is promoted to the status of sharing my own opulences. Uh, uh, so Marcha, a mortal, Marcha, who Tyaktva uh, Samasta Karma, given up all his fruitive activities. Tyaktva. Uh, Chakva Deham Bhunarajanma, giving up Chakva Sabasta, collective group, karma, Nivedita Atma, 
having offered his very self in the word for word. Uh, we know the term of one of the elements of surrender is Atmanivedana. And there's even Atmanivedana, Das is going around. Uh, Atmanivedana, uh, full self-surrender. Uh, so having offered his very self, uh, 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 entirely to me, vichikirshita, uh, desiring of doing something special uh, for me, and rendering service to me, uh, that person, tada, at that time, <laughs> like, like a fanfare, tada, amritattva, <laughs> uh, he gets uh, deathlessness in the process of attaining a death, pratipadyamana, who's in, uh, doing that. Uh, uh, this is what he gets, uh, This, which is translated here, atma bhūyaya, atma bhūyaya, equal opulences, he qualified for sharing my own uh, opulences. Um, let me say here, Um, do I have this right? 34? Yeah, okay. That's the translation. I think, let's see if a uh, slightly different translation, I think, from Banu Swami. Yeah, the way he translates, he says, when a person who gives up all karmas, samasta karma, offers himself entirely to guru, this is all again based on Vishnu Chagavari Thakur's understanding, uh, and eagerly desires to render service to me alone, he achieves freedom from death, and more important, <laughs> is qualified to be an associate of mine in prema. Now this, this is Mayatma Bhuya. That's how he takes reads that one. Uh, and then his purport, he says, um, I have understood all philosophies and processes. Uh, this is again a quotation this is what's in Uddhava's mind. I have understood all philosophies and processes, but please say, what is the philosophy for your devotees? So I've understood so much, but now particularly. And then the reply is, O oh dear Uddhava, in the 24th chapter, I explain Satkaryavada. Uh, the chapter 24, if you go back and remember it, or is where he's teaching uh, um, the philosophy of Sankhya. Uh, and basically it's a description of the evolution of the universe out of the, out of the, the Lord. Uh, and Sadkarya Vada uh, is the idea of uh, that, uh, the teaching that it, effects are real, that they exist in the cause and they're real. 
Satkas called Sat Karya, Karya's effect. Uh, Kri, you know, so you get Karya, what comes, <coughs> the effect is Karya. Sat, the, the effects are real, uh, or that they exist in the cause. They're there in some form in the cause and they come out. They don't come out of nothing. Uh, and then he says, in the 28th chapter, I explain asatkaryavada. The last, the last one, remember jnana yoga, uh, that effects do not exist in the cause. That's basically uh, vivartavada. The effects are something of an illusory superimposition. Uh, uh, so he's, he says, I've explained those. So he says, So he, he says, I've, so I've explained the Satkaryavada and the Asatkaryavada in the 28th chapter. And then he goes on to say, My devotees do not quarrel, but proclaim truth, and do not remain amidst these two philosophies. <laughs> uh, uh, then he goes on to say, um, when a person, by chance of mercy of my devotee, gives up all daily, periodic, and motivated duties, kamya, motivated, because nitya karma is daily duties, and periodic, uh, I forgot the Sanskrit, uh, occasional duties, you know, which you do on certain, on a kadis, you know, the regular duties and occasional duties periodic or motivated duties, and offers all identity of I and mine by words and mind to the guru, who is my swarup. <laughs> this, is what, <laughs> this is why the guru is in the translation. This is, uh, you know, it's when you surrender to Krishna, you surrender to the guru, who is the swarup, <laughs> it says here, who gives my mantra, that means the what we call the Diksha Guru, the Mantra Guru. From that moment, that mortal person desires to do different work for me. Bhakti Yoga, which is different from Yoga and Jnana. Surrender is expressed in the following, and then he, then he quotes in Sanskrit from the Padma Purana. O Lord, I offer everything related to you and mine in this world and the next to your lotus feet. And then he says, in the BBT there's no purport at all, but here it's like, he gets into it. The effects of bhakti are not illusory, but real. It is not the effect of avidya. Rather, the activities done for me are beyond the gunas. Thus the devotee is made deathless, and he becomes qualified for being my servant, Atma Bhūyaya, in my company. The word cha, you can see that in the text here, uh, uh, the word um, yeah. Mamatmabuya cha kalpatevai. So it just means and, but he says, 
The word cha here indicates that deathlessness is not a salt result, but that being an associate in the prema is the desired goal. In other words, deathlessness is a side effect. <laughs> <laughs> It's not why you're doing it. <laughs> you're doing it for prema, and you know that automatically gets thrown in. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the the, the take on, on on this. So but but the uh, uh, yeah, he achieves freedom from death, amrita. But you notice it says he's a marcher in the beginning, but he, I guess this is the, uh, the side effect. And, uh, and it's, it's interesting because he describes Sankhya, which is part of our philosophy, and even as part of Jnana, part of our philosophy. But actually, you know, Achincha Beta Beta Tattva is sort of both of those and neither of those at the same time. It's a, like a, a synthesis by which which they're uh, they're both uh, there. So now that's the end of the instruction here, um, because we're back to uh, twenty nine, and twenty nine says, Sri Shuka Goswami. Thirty five. Uh, Thirty five. Excuse me. The 35, he says, uh, 35 and 36 is Shukadev Goswami. He's talking to Maharaj Pariksit. So we're way back in the framing. Uh, not really the framing, the, the, but the first discussion of... I mean, the framing conversation is to the sages at Naimishar on your forest. Uh, so here... So here we have the frame, the narrative. Uh, 35 goes like this: as Sri Shuku Vacha, so evam adarshita yoga margas tadotamashoka vachoni shamya badanjali prithyuparudha kanto nakinchit uchchishu pariputta nakinchit. Jeshu Pariplutakshaha. Shukadeva Goswami said, uh, Hearing these words spoken by Lord Krishna, and having thus been shown the entire path of yoga, Uddhava folds his hands to offer obeisances. But his throat choked up with love, and his eyes overflowed with tears, so he could say nothing. So uh, there's no uh, purports here. Uh, um, now, uh, the next verse has the term uh, Kridanjali. Uh, uh, and here you see Bada Anjali. Uh, uh, which is translated as hands folded in prayer. But, uh, uh, 
the word bada doesn't necessarily just let me just quibble a little bit with it. The, the <laughs> conventional way Prabhupada does it with your hands. You think of the you know this like this. You put your hands together like this for prayer. Uh, but bada means actually fixed in the position of anjali. But anjali is this. <laughs> As we do it now, Anjali, uh, you know, offering respects to somebody. But when I looked it up in the dictionary, the Anjali, uh, as it used to be anyway, or maybe in different parts of India, I don't know, it says the open hands placed side by side Mm. and slightly hollowed as if by a beggar to receive food. Mm. Hence, when raised to the forehead, a mark of supplication. So it's asking for mercy. A raise to the forehead, uh, a mark of supplication. It's also reverence, salutation, benediction, uh, a libation to the forefathers, Udakanjali, you have water in your hands. And also the word Anjali, is a measure of corn. In other words, if you can fill both your hands side to side, that's an anjali, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I, I just, you, you know, different styles, different parts, different times, different parts of the country, there are different ways of doing these things. Uh, how you offer dandabats is also has different different ways of doing, but... That's but Anjali is, is is more or less usually like this. I've never seen this anywhere, at least when I've seen the people do, at least in our, the part of India that we we come to. But in, anyway, but this this you see. But people don't do it anymore. Uh, they just say Dhanavat. <laughs> Which means dandabats, but they say it; they don't do it. Dandabat pranam. Dandabat yeah. <laughs> the first I ever heard dandabat, I didn't know what it was. It was a stewardess on Air India. My trip to India, they make an announcement, say dandabat. Now it took me a couple of years to realize they were saying dandabat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just say sort of thank you or, or something like that. Anyway, that's uh, that's. Uh, uh, little anyway, side trip, but but this is whatever he's doing. He he has this uh, Buddha Anjali, and, and his voice is choked. Tears are fl- overflowing. Paripluta, they overflow his eyes. Uh, he's he's ready to he's be, he's prepared to pray, but. Uh, he said, Nakinshit Uche. He said nothing because his voice was choked, uh, it says here. So then uh, 36, and goes like this in Sanskrit Vishtabhya Chittam Pranayava Ghurnam Dairyen Rajan Bhumanyamanaha. Kritanjali praha yadu praviram shirshnas prisham tachcharanaravindam Steadying his mind, 
which had become overwhelmed with love, Uda felt extremely grateful to Lord Krishna, the greatest hero of the Yadu dynasty. My dear Parikshit, Uddhava bowed down to touch the Lord's lotus feet with his head and then spoke with Kritanjali, <laughs> folded <laughs> hands. <laughs> Kritanjali. There, there, the, there's the, usually see that to get Kritanjali, whatever that is. He made that gesture of supplication. Uh, Banu uh, Swami uh, translates this. Uh, uh, o King, where it says, my dear King in here, Rajan. Uh, uh, o King, steadying his mind, uh, which had become overwhelmed with love, with determined effort, Uddhava, thinking himself successful, and touching the Lord's lotus feet with his head, spoke with folded hands to the greatest hero of the Yadu dynasty. So he, you know, does it uh, this way. Uh, he following a little bit of Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, who says, uh, he controlled with determination his heart, which was extremely agitated by... Uh, by love and thinking himself successful, he spoke. So this is what's going on. He's gratitude. I've really, you know, got everything I ever wanted and more. And that his mind was unsteady because of this. It was agitated or overwhelmed uh, uh, by uh, uh, by love. But the BBT, uh, they say following Srila Jiva Goswami, which the, according to Sri Jiva Goswami, uh, the fear of separation from Lord, Lord Krishna was continually entering the mind of Sri Uddhava. Because it's, you know, goodbye time, basically. And thus he tried to maintain his enthusiasm by remembering the Lord's greatest kindness upon him. He steadied his mind with feelings of gratitude toward the uh, toward the Lord. So uh, uh, that's the other thing, maybe why he needed to uh, restrain his mind and diarrhea with steadiness or fixing this because of this agitation, uh, gratitude, and I think both of these are there. There's there's gratitude for what he's given. And there's the anticipation of being separated uh, from from uh, from from Krishna. So both of these things are there. And now uh, from the next verses from 37 to 40, we're going to have when Uddhava is able to talk, he's going to uh, this is what he says to the Lord. And I guess it's time to stop here conveniently. Uh, so we'll start again next week with uh, uh, the uh, discussion of uh, Uddhava speaking to the Lord.
I intended to get further, but I spent a little time talking about Kridanjali. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's good to know these things. And styles change. So we see if we have any questions or comments or additions. Um, if you're on the phone and you have a question, you could push star six and that will unmute you. If you are online, watching online, you can tap and type in a question in the chat box to the right of the screen on Mayapur TV, or you can go to Ravinder Superbhu's website, rsdasa.com, and there is a chat box in the lower right-hand corner. Um, Madhupati Prabhu, <laughs> he makes a comment, he says, now, he says, Hare Krishna, now I understand the way I am usually greeted by Indian ambassadors. My service is keeping touch with the Indian embassy in Budapest, Hungary. I have met three ambassadors in a row and they usually greet me with the begging gesture moving up to the prayer, praying gesture. Thank you for this interesting explanation. Oh, really? So they're still doing it, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Interesting. I've also seen the, I don't know if this is real, but almost like the hand to the chest kind of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 people do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know where that's that comes thing. from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good so I'm glad it was a useful discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that before, too. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But it's, it's the idea of receiving, you know, get, yeah. receiving a, a benediction. Huh? You're not offering your. I almost think like you, like you received something and then you're kind of putting it to put your it head. Put it in your head, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I think because you know when, when, when uh, the pr concept of prayer at least the way I was raised with it, was that you're asking for something. Uh, but here you're showing gratitude for receiving rather than asking. It's, it's more on that, that kind of a... Uh, but I guess you do ask when you, when, you, when you put your... And Maharidi says... Thank you very much for an interesting lecture. Um, also, I wanted to add a little, little short thing about in the beginning. You were talking about faith, mm -hmm. and I, I liked the explanation that I heard Giros always say a couple months ago in a class. I mean, six months ago, and he said that Krishna consciousness is like the different stages of your development in Krishna consciousness, from you know Shraddha to Prema. It's basically just different levels of faith. That's right. Mm -hmm. I thought that's a quick mm -hmm. way, a good, good. Story. Yeah, it is. It is it, because actually, in the beginning, it's it's komala shraddha. It's weak shraddha, and then as you advance, it gets stronger and more confident. Because you can see that if you do practice, some things happen, and that gets you encouraged, and you begin to see you begin to notice that you're not 
alone in practicing Krishna consciousness that there's somebody making arrangements to put you through what you need to go through sometimes and deal with so that so that it increases and that's like encouraging uh, very encouraging uh, to uh, the unseen hand of the spring supreme becomes comes visible <laughs> you can see the arrangements are being made you know and there's a pattern to coincidence you know and actually this happened to me it happens to like in the very beginning sometimes it's not subtle mm-hmm. you know I had this thing I've, I've told the story so many times before but before I was a devotee quite a while before I was a devotee I just happened my first year religious studies to pick up a, 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 a deity of Lord Baladev from an import place in, 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 in Portland, Oregon just opened up and I didn't know what they were I was intrigued and I only had there was three of them black, white and yellow and I only had money for one and I took, took them home with me and stuck them over my desk and it stayed there for a couple of years or so then I ran into devotees and I started to go to the temple where there's a Panchatattva painting on the altar. And then uh, one day, when I, then I'm getting involved with Krishna consciousness and I'm thinking, do I, the people were so weird. You know? <laughs> and other thing, I mean, everybody was a new devotee, even the old devotees were brand new, you know, no one, but somehow we were stumbling through and, and, uh, and, uh, so I was looking for some kind of like, I believe there was a symbolic structure, reality, vaguely, you know, there was some, something like that going on, uh, you know, from Jungian psychology mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and so I'm tr- trying to get some kind of indication from the fates or whatever, you know, what I should do. And then I go to the temple one day and... Uh, the altar was a bay window in a row house in West Philadelphia with this Panchatattva painting uh, propped up in it. And then suddenly there was a board over it and they had uh, two deities. They had two, they had, a, they had a deity of Jagannath and a deity of Balaram. Uh, about, you know, bigger than mine, maybe, you know, Less than a foot high, though, maybe eight inches or ten inches or something like that. These two deities, and but when I saw them, I finally I'm chanting, and I finally noticed that there was something above them. And then I see it's the same one that I had at home, and that was like electricity going through (laughs) me because I had no idea it even had anything. I knew it was from India, but I didn't know if it was objects of worship or anything. I just picked it up, brought it home, put it there, and it's the same one. And uh, I didn't know what they were. And so then I had to wait to ask her question, who, who it was, you know. And what they were doing, by the way, is our original temple with the first deities we had were were uh, Jagannath deities, and that's because Malati had brought to Prabhupada a, de- a deity of Jagannath. 
And Prabhupada thought he offered obeisances and she had gotten it from a some store in San Francisco. And he said, are there others? And she said, yeah, there was two other one. And Prabhupada said, oh, get them. And then, then that was the bottle for where the big Jagannathidis were carved in San Francisco. Probably the same export place from India as that sent them to these different places. Anyway, that's that's where they 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 uh, they, they 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 came from, and so then Shamsundar carved bigger ones, and then when the temple in San Francisco, they that was their arrangement. There was originally a Panchatattva painting, then they put a plank above it, and they had the deities up high, over them. So that's what Philadelphia, I later realized, was imitating. So they had happened to have two fairly, you know, bigger, and so they put them on the altar like some. They didn't have Subhadra, but Balaram was there. And then, you know, I, I asked uh, the temple president, Subal, who they were. And he said, the black one is Jagannath, that's Lord Krishna. And uh, the white one is uh, Balaram, his older brother, and his first expansion. He's Krishna's expansion. So he's God too, I said. He said, yes. And then I said, and I was scared, I have him, I have him at home. <laughs> what do I do? Because in my mind, I was going to think he was going to say, you can't have him. Because they were like that all the time. <laughs> But instead, he said, without missing a beat, worship him. So I was really happy, you know. <laughs> so that that was a kind of coincidence that, that you know, so that increased my faith. Because <laughs> things like that started to happen, you know. That I met devotees. That, it, yeah, anyway, so there's a, so then your shraddha gets stronger. Then you perform devotional service. And as the modes of... And by performing devotional service, you should see something happen. You should see the effects of the modes of passion and ignorance should decrease. As they decrease, you become more and more capable of spiritual experience. I mean, Krishna... Look, Krishna is... Knowing Krishna is very different from knowing anything else. That's because we are part and parcel of Krishna. And as the super soul, he's the self of the self. So knowing Krishna is something like knowing yourself. And those when you begin to get cleared a little bit, you get a that, that, that you're part and parcel of something and that there's something big that's enclosing you or or guiding you and more than just guiding but but you know I can doubt you know that, that I'm, I, I'm I'm looking at a, a metal cup I can doubt that that cup is there it could be an illusion you know but I can't doubt that I'm doubting I mean the, your own knowledge of your own existence is indubitable well, you can't doubt yourself as a conscience being. And when you get to know, get cleared a little bit, then you can, you can no more doubt the existence of 
Krishna, at least as super soul, it's not like the most advanced, but it's super soul that, that's there, and that's what's guiding and directing you. So your faith gets stronger. Now, super soul is not like super advanced, but anyway, it's, you know, <laughs> it's something. I mean, you don't know that Krishna happens to be, you know, uh, black and, and and plays a flute. I mean, how come a flute? Those are very particular things. But at this point, the revelation is, is, if you haven't seen Krishna yet, it's pending. You know, that, that's, that things will pan out. And you're, you're, you may have your faith still in other things, but it's not without foundation and experience. And it gets stronger and stronger, so your faith becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah, that's what happens. That's it. Anything else? Okay. So oh, wait, we'll oh wait, sorry, I forgot Vijay Krishna Prabhu. One more question. Vijay Krishna Prabhu asks, um, he says, Hare Krishna, what is the meaning of, quote, lotus feet? Uh, lotuses are very nice. <laughs> uh, and the blue lotus is especially nice, and Krishna's feet are bluish, and the blue lotuses are very, very fragrant, and that's what it means. So anything is like a lotus is to say it's really nice. We don't see lotuses around here very much. But, uh, mm -hmm. And Vijay Krishnapu also just asked, why do you find Lord Chaitanya spending his last pastimes in Puri and not in Vrindavan near Radhakund? Because he was experiencing feelings of strong love for Krishna and feelings of strong separation. And so his mood is overwhelmingly that of uh, Radharani seeing Krishna again at Kurukshetra. And so the, 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 they're, because, because there's love and separation, and that may be first, Purvarag, like, like, like when um, you hear about Krishna but haven't met him yet. Uh, uh, her name just flew out of uh, Rukmini. She was supposed to be married to Shishupal. She doesn't want to do it. So she writes a letter. I've heard about She's never met Krishna. But she wants him to save her from, from uh, this marriage that her brothers arranged. You know, Come and get me. That's called Purvarag. Uh, before meeting Krishna, being attracted uh, to Krishna very, very strongly. That's a form of association. Uh, and so there's that love and separation is usually first. The second to the last Shishastika prayers, first is separation. Nayanam Gadarashadaya, Vadanam Tavanama Vijati, then then yugaitamnimishena, you know, now separation, time is going by really, really slow. Govinda virahename, in my separation. 
But then, the la and the last of the Shishastika prayers is about meeting. But even then, it's with some feelings of separation are still there. Uh, it, 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 it's both. Because Ashlishava Padaratam Panastuman, you can embrace me or step on me. You can do whatever you like, whatever it is, you know, but there's this sense of like at any time, go away. It can be rejected. So you can handle me, you can embrace me, or you can kick me aside. It's unconditional. So, so, so the, 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 so the, the, the other, other form of meeting is meeting, but still the fear of going to go away, uh, fear of being separated, uh, so that those two are even together because that intensifies. So, but especially because Lord Chaitanya is teaching this love and separation, because then the love becomes more intense. And it really seems like suffering. Because Krishna Prema is described as like a drink that's very, very sweet. So sweet you can't stop drinking. And very hot, so you <laughs> can barely stand it. So it has this, when you try to describe it in mundane terms, it has this kind of different quality of, 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 of being. It's not sense gratification. It's bliss, you can't stop it, but at the same time it's like on another a different platform. And it has, has this kind of, what seems to us to be contradictory <coughs> qualities together. And, and so that's what, that's what uh, he's, do, he's doing. So Lord Chaitanya, he's in Puri, but he thinks this Chataka Parvaka, this, 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 this sand dune on the beach, uh, is Govardhan Hill. You know, so he's there. <laughs> uh, okay, so next week we 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 start with uh, 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 text number. What is it? Thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With 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 Uddhava speaking. Thank you very much. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.